What up, bros? This is the All Bros Podcast. I am Caleb. And I am Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Um, this week on the podcast, we have a few adventures in, adventures in hunting with pop figures. I am having a real hard time talking today. You really are. Yeah, so we'll see how this episode goes. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, so we got three new pops that were announced uh, today, actually. Yeah. Uh, we got a new Joker pop, uh, Robin and Diamond Mini, which we'll get into. Uh, no Blu-rays, unless you forgot to tell me about it. No, there's no Blu-rays coming up. Um, jumping to our Through the Wall... The only bit of news is a little bit of sad news regarding Ben Affleck and Batman. Which actually just dropped tonight. Yeah, a lot of our news got dropped tonight. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this week's sneak peeks, we got a Birds of Prey trailer for something that's coming out next year. Um, and then for our main event of the evening, we will be doing our 2019 Oscar nomination predictions. So, yeah, should yeah. be a real fun episode. Oh, yes. Lots of potential fail points for me because <laughs> I freaking suck at this game. Hey, you never know. You might win this one. I, yeah, I bullshit. Got, hey, I got the Golden Globes. Maybe the Academy Awards are your game. I forgot who actually won the Academy Awards last year. Yeah, I don't remember either. Pretty sure it was you, too. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see how this one goes. Yeah. Uh, so with that, let's get to it. doing i don't know you looked like a little like anime girl kind of waving her hands like what the hell was that i don't know i'm losing my mind tonight let's, Alrighty, let's then. just continue on okay <laughs> uh all right first in our adventures in hunting we got three new pops there's a dtof joker okay what does that stand for i have no idea i okay. thought you knew i w- <laughs> dude you honestly think i'm gonna know Dude, I don't know. So this Joker is the Joker that cut his face off and then like yeah, see, uses it like, as a mask. I had no idea like that was even a Joker. But yeah. like now I want to read a comic book with that Joker. Because that's yeah. bad ass. Dude, it's freaking funky. He cuts off his own face. And I think he actually like cuts off the faces of most of the Bat family and like feeds it to them. Yeah, it's freaking, like, screwed up. But, yeah, he's using his face like a mask. I, we've seen the mask in uh, some comic book shops before. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's like a real creepy-ass mask. <laughs> Gives Hannibal Lecter a run for his money. Yeah, no shit. Even Hannibal was just like, ew. <laughs> Don't go that far. Yeah. Um, The other one that we got is the Red Robin. Which... I don't is is that from like a comic series or is it from so like it's only just like another animated series? 
so you know how Dick Grayson grew up to be Nightwing? Yeah. So this is is this him transitioning so th- into Nightwing? I forget his name. Um, there's another Robin. There's Dick Grayson who turns into Nightwing. There's Jason Todd that becomes the Red Hood. Isn't there Tim Drake? Tim Drake. Tim Drake is the is Red Robin. Okay. Which is just super dumb. Man. The pop looks bad, eh? Though it like, does. I gotta have this the, like this. I like this rendition of the Red Robin. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Batman's like Bat Family includes Nightwing, uh, Red Hood, Red Robin, and Robin. Wow. And okay. then Batgirl, Batwoman, and all the other the bats. I don't want to know like the legal shit they had to go through with the restaurant. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> but yes, uh, the uh, the Red Robin that I know and absolutely despise, think Batman in a red suit instead of a black suit with a black cape, black cowl, but no ears. It's just flat. No. Yeah, it's freaking ridiculous. That sounds really stupid. Yeah. That does not work at all. Uh, So this Red Robin is just... It looks like a Robin. Doesn't really have anything special that makes it look Red Robin. Hmm. Other than, it, like, the suit's all red. <laughs> but Robin's suit is red, so... That's true. I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, then the last one that we got um, is Diamond Mini. I think it's cool because I think Diamond Mickey came out about this time uh, last year. Did it? Yeah. So that's, that's cool. cool. That's really cool. I'll probably... How popular was the that Diamond Mickey? Uh, I mean, he wasn't like hugely popular. Like he didn't sell out right really fast. But like I never see him on Hot Topic shelves anymore. So, I think I remember seeing him quite a lot. Yeah, way back when. I mean, I had to go to two Hot Topics just to get him and like get one that's in pristine condition, because when it comes to Mickey, I wanted one like that. So I'll probably do the same thing with Minnie. I mean, gotta have both Mickey and Minnie. It was a pretty good call. Yeah. So shit, uh, I gotta have all three. <laughs> yep. Um. And that covers it with Adventures in Hunting, so let's move on to our Through the Wall news, uh, which is super sad. Yeah. So, I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, so the Bat, the Matt Reeves uh, Batman movie has a scheduled release date for 2021. I think, yeah, I think that's it. That's ridiculous, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> um. And Ben Affleck is not going to be playing Batman, which was announced today. And yeah. I'm okay with this on a certain level. I just, I am too in a way, but I really wish I could have gotten him to play Batman in more than just two movies. Like, he never really got a chance to shine as Batman. Yeah. I mean, he did not Batman be Superman a little bit. But, like, in Justice League, he was kind of pushed a little to the side. I want to know how this is going to affect the DCEU, or if the DCEU even is going to exist anymore. Yeah, I know, right? Because I think with 
if I remember right, I think I saw something with the popularity of Aquaman and how well that movie did that the DC's considering not doing a shared universe at all anymore. That basically Aquaman and Wonder Woman are going to be the last ones that... Well, shit. Yeah. Well, um, still going with uh, DC, like how, you know, James Gunn is in talks to direct Suicide Squad 2. Because I think he's writing it. but I think he is. Okay, but they're in talks now that he might direct it. But if he does do that, they're like literally rebooting the whole thing. Like none of the, I think... Um, actors are coming back to their roles. Really? Yeah, I think that's what I heard. That's dumb. Yeah, no. I, what the hell is DC doing? I don't know. I can't see anyone else's Harley Quinn besides Margot Robbie. She killed it. Yeah. And we'll get into like how she looks in Birds of Prey later on, but I mean, like, this is gonna be weird, dude. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind this. If they were to make, like, the Batman movie, but have references or, like, cameos from s- different superheroes. And, like, if that was kind of what their DCEU was, but not, like, a complete shared universe. Okay, I can but, see that. Yeah, but I don't know how this is going to work, because I, I want Jason Momoa as Aquaman forever. Oh, yeah, I do, too. Gal Gadot, I want as Wonder Woman forever. Henry Cavill, I'm like scared he, he's gonna like come out and say, "Oh, I'm not Superman anymore." Next, yeah, I'm afraid for that too. Only, I'm only okay with him leaving if he's going to keep playing the same depressing Superman that he played in Man of Steel. <laughs> He needs to be how he was in Justice League once he had the suit yeah, on. Yeah, that was awesome. That was that he was Superman. Yeah, that was the most Superman he's ever felt. Ezra Miller, I want to be playing Flash. I love him as Flash so much. And then, I mean, Ray Fisher. I think like he can do a lot with Cyborg. He was just not given a lot to do in Justice yeah, League. He was good. So I definitely want more from him. And I just bit my tongue. Ow. <laughs> I want um, Ben Affleck. Like, if they do anything and just replace Ben Affleck in the their DCEU, that would be, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, if, but I mean, like, he's like one of the ones that I definitely didn't want them to replace. I don't know. I think he got, like, <laughs> I think he did a very good job as Bruce Wayne and Batman. I wasn't a big fan of his Bruce Wayne. Really? Yeah. Hmm. His Batman was really cool. Yeah. Like, I really liked his Batman. But I don't think anyone's been able to capture the Bruce Wayne Batman deal since Michael Keaton. As well, as well as Michael Keaton. Okay. I, I mean, I think both Christian Bale and Ben Affleck, like, I think they do the best that they can when it comes to Bruce Wayne. I mean, I've heard many people say that uh, they think Christian Bale did a better Batman, but Ben Affleck did a better Bruce Wayne. 
I think Christian Bale did a really eh Bruce Wayne. Really? Yeah, but his Batman was really cool. His Batman. I just sometimes cool. couldn't deal with the voice. Yeah, the voice was a bit much. Yeah. Was like, like, really I was like, dude, like, do you need a glass of water? Yeah, or I know, right? You need a cough drop, man, because you know. Yeah. Um. I'd be okay with them replacing Batfleck. Oh yeah, that was a thing. I totally forgot about that. Yep. Um. Yeah, if they replace Batfleck with someone a little, I don't want to say younger, but someone who's more committed to the role. I think he was committed. It's just like Warner Brothers really wasn't giving him anywhere to go. Like, it's like, am, are we doing this solo Batman movie or what? Yeah. Guess you're right there, huh? You having issues with your mic? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you're not supposed Trying to, to point... tighten it up. Yeah, you're not supposed to point this out on air. Yeah, well, it's distracting. Well... Was it just like Tough tipping shit. over? What? Was it just tipping over? It kept over? like leaning down after I would pull it up. Oh. So I'm like, I'm sure my audio is like not sounding the best right now. <laughs> well, hurry up and figure your shit out. I'm trying. Um, jump into this week's sneak peeks. Um, Birds of Prey. We got a kind of a teaser with them. Yeah, like what? Like a five second teaser? Yeah. <laughs> And, like, most of the characters, I'm like, okay, who they? What the hell? <laughs> sorry. I'm why not... are you dropping Sully? I'm sorry. It's because you don't have Mike with him. That's why. Do they have a mic? Yeah, they made a mic for Disney Infinity. Oh. The only ones I really cared about getting were the Avengers. Yeah, I noticed. Um. Yeah. Someone pointed out that they thought that this was, like, a costume test like a lighting it kind of seemed like it yeah like a lot that's that's honestly really funny <laughs> so what do you think of harley quinn's new look i kind of prefer the old look more do you yeah i liked her shirt that's like dad what did it say daddy's little monster yeah i liked that a lot better i would have preferred something more along the lines of what they did with the Arkham games. Yes. Oh, I loved how she looked in those. Yeah, this she just looks like a like she rated a Forever Twenty One. <laughs> Wait, how would you know what they sell there? Because I get dragged in there a lot. Okay. Yeah, but we never buy anything there. Like, every time, without fail, we'll walk into Forever 21, and she'll look around, yeah, and then we'll leave, and I'm like, are you planning on getting anything? And she's like, no, I don't like anything in here. And I'm like, then why do we keep coming? And it drives me nuts. That's like me with Coles. Like, with I really, <laughs> I'll like go in there and just be like, damn, these clothes are expensive. Can't afford any of this. Walmart and Target, here I come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll go to, uh, like, my nicest jacket, my, yeah. my dress jacket. Yeah. I got a DI. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand how – I cannot justify, like, spending, like, $30 on just, like, a plain T-shirt. I'm, yeah, like, exactly. spending, like, 10 Exactly, dude. It's freaking insane. Ugh, I don't get people. 
I just don't have rich taste. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I hate the people that buy, like, $1,000 suits. Because, like... I'd be the type of person that would buy if I were if I were to buy something like that, it would be like shrink wrapped in my closet forever. <laughs> like I would wouldn't want to touch it. Yeah. And I think you can get like super like similar effects with like a really cheap suit. Yeah. Like if we had like a like a crazy event to go to where we needed to be all dressed up, I would just go rent something. Yeah, I would too. I would yeah. say I'd just go to Target, but Target doesn't sell blazers. <laughs> yeah, I'd just go to the place where I rented my tux for prom. I didn't have to rent anything thanks to a choir. Choir came in handy. <laughs> Thank you. Dude, that was a freaking... Yeah. I looked good. I felt like I looked good. <laughs> Is what I should really say, but they were super pushy about the shoes. Oh, really? Yeah, they were super pushy. Like, I asked them. I'm, like, my mom was with me. They asked me for my shoe size, and I told them I wear 14s, and they're like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like, but it's fine. I'll just get my own shoes. And my, they were super pushy towards, no, like, it completes the look. It completes the look. And I'm like, I don't want to complete the look. I want to be comfortable in my own boots. <laughs> and my boots didn't look bad in it. Like, they yeah, still gave me the, the shoes. Yeah. Because my mom's just like, just take it, just take it. And I'm like, fine, but I'm not wearing them. And I didn't. <laughs> you didn't? I thought you did. I don't think I did. I'm did I sell out? <laughs> I think you did sell out. Ah, shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to look at my prom pictures now. <laughs> okay, we went way off topic. Yeah, a little bit. Sorry. Uh, back to Birds of Prey. Yeah. Harley Quinn's new look. I'm iffy. Yeah. yeah. I like, I do, I'm digging that short hair. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy that Margot, Ra Margot Robbie is back as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, the other team members... I have no idea who the hell these people are. <laughs> so, there's Huntress. She's the one with the bow, right? I think it was like a crossbow. Oh, I was, okay, I was gonna say, because that looked, that looked like a toy bow, if that was a, an actual bow. Yeah. It's like that way too small. Great looking. Um. So I'm really hoping that was a crossbow then. Yeah. One second. Do, 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 I'm googling do, who do, these people do, are supposed do. to be. Oh, okay. Uh, so one of them was Huntress. One of them was Black Canary. Um. Then Ewan McGregor, what is supposed to be the Black Mask, but he didn't have a black mask. It's just kind of like Ewan McGregor in a suit. Yeah, I was kind of thrown off by that. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Did Christopher Robin sneak in on the set? Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> it's just, eh. Um, 
Yeah. Everyone, like, you didn't really get anything super special. No, you really didn't. Did you see, did you see a David Ayer's um, words that he had to say after the trailer dropped? No. He's like, I feel like a proud father. Passing on from, like, oh, okay. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know about you. This didn't really get me excited to see it. I mean, other than Harley Quinn, I was like, oh, cool. And then it was the rest of the trailer. I was like, oh, who are these people? No, it didn't. Like, I had to wait until after someone, like, one of these, like, explain. Like, um. Or. So, like, I kind of compare this to, like, when it comes to, like, trailers that, like, barely show you anything. I kind of compare this to, like, the recent um, Ghostbusters one that we got. Like, it barely showed anything. But just because, like, this might be, like, nostalgia alone, and just because it's Ghostbusters, I'm way more excited for that than I am for this. Because, yeah, it was just so simple, but it was, like, awesome just seeing the, um, the tarp. At least you kind of knew what you were getting. Yeah. I mean, that was awesome, like, seeing, like, the tarp just, like, blow off, and you saw the back of the Ecto-1. Like, that was just awesome. Like, for most, like, even, um, Jason Reitman, um pointed out like for like the actual like text like when it says summer 2020 that wasn't like digitally put in they actually like filmed like a black screen and added the like cut out the wording and everything yeah i'm just like that is awesome like i appreciate you guys putting a lot of thought and care into just this little teaser trailer yeah yeah with with this one you knew what you were getting you or with the ghostbusters one you knew what you were getting you knew it was freaking ghostbusters they didn't give you like any anything big which i think is which was fine which was fine this i didn't know what the hell i was getting other than harley quinn i was just like oh cool and then there's all these other people i'm like uh who's that i was like oh harley quinn is that owen mcgregor and then it ended i'm like okay yeah that was quick yeah (laughs) like seriously was it like five seconds okay i gotta No, it was like a minute it was I think it was actually less than a minute. I think it was like in the fifty-second range. It was like crazy short and a little disappointing. <laughs> At least we didn't get. I wanted. I was bummed out that we did not get to see the long-ass freaking title. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> okay, I gotta see that. That would have been freaking hilarious. Birds of prey. Yeah, I, thirty uh, seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah, but like that's from like movie clips. So that like they like show like I think like a little like just advertising their channel at the end. So probably like twenty seconds. Oh bloody hell! Yeah. That was a lot shorter than I, w- I assumed it was. <laughs> That's kind of dumb. But, alright, whatever. Um, I really don't got anything else to say about this. Me neither. Like, my, my hype level for this is maybe a one. Yeah, same. It's not really it's that. It's fairly low. Yeah. Until I get something a little with, with a little more substance. Yeah. I'm just eh. Um, but with that, let's say we get into our main event of the evening. Let's do it. It's time! 
time for the main event. Let's play Alrighty. Um, so our main event of the evening is going to be our predictions for the Oscars. Uh, we got the list of nominations. Um, and we got the categories that we're going to go through. And then, like we, we did with our uh, Golden Globes one, uh, we're going to say who we want to win versus who we think will win. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah. So the categories are for Best Picture. Uh, we'll get into like what's in each of these when we cover them. But we got Best Picture... Lead actor, lead actress, supporting actor, supporting actress, director, animated feature, adapted screenplay, uh, original screenplay, film editing, sound editing, sound mixing, production design, original score, original song, makeup and hair, costume design, and visual effects. Um, I went through and cut out like the foreign films and the short films. Okay. Because I don't know where to go see those. Yeah, I don't. I'm sure like yeah, I don't know either. Okay. So, our first category is best picture and the nominations are Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, the Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Um, so the two that... Actually, I've only seen Black Panther. I've only and, but you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, so I've only seen that in Black Panther. So to kind of help us kind of guide where we're supposed to go, I pulled up... Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score and the audience score, and a little how do you do about the movie? Um, just on the ones that we haven't seen. So Black Panther we've seen. We loved it. Black Klansman, uh, the critics' consensus is that it uses history to offer bitingly trenchant commentary on current events and brings out some of Spike Lee's Hardest-hitting work in decades along the way. And the Rotten Tomatoes score for that is sitting at a 95%. And the audience score is 82%. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rose Saw. Yes, I did. Um, the Favorite. Uh, the Critics' Consensus says it sees Yorgos Lanthimos... Balancing a period setting against rich, timely subtext and getting roundly stellar performances from his well-chosen stars. Uh, currently sitting at a 93% uh, with an audience score of 82%. Uh, the next movie was Green Book. And the consensus was that it takes audience audiences on a surprisingly smooth ride through potentially bumpy subject matter. Fueled by Peter Farrelly's deft touch and a pair of well-matched leads. Uh, currently sitting at an 82% with an audience percentage of 94, which is a huge difference. Yeah. 
Okay. Feels the same thing with the next picture too. Yeah. Um Roma is the critic consensus is it finds writer director Alfonso Cuaron in complete enthralling command of his visual craft and telling the most powerfully personal story of his career. Um, currently sitting at a 96% with an audience score of 83%. Um, the next one is A Star is Born. Uh, the consensus is, with appealing leads, deft direction, and an affecting love story, A Star is Born is a remake done r- a remake. I don't know it's a remake either. What? Learn something new every day. Yeah, I know, right? And a reminder that some stories can be just as effective in the retelling. Currently sitting at a 90% with an audience score of 80. Um, then the last movie for Best Picture is Vice. And the consensus is that it takes a scattershot aim at its targets, but writer-director Adam McKay hits some satisfying bullseyes, and Christian Bale's transformation is a sight to behold. Currently sitting at a 66%, with an audience score of 55. Yeah, can you say, damn? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody is, like, at a 62%, um, but I think, like, the audience score is, like, 70? Let me check. That's not bad. Um... I think this one's going to be a tough one because I, as much as I want it to go to Black Panther, I don't see that like at all. I'm sorry. I don't. I think that the, it's just it's enough of accomplishment for it to have gotten a nomination yeah, for best. Like picture. literally, Marvel can hold this over DC for the rest of their lives. Oh, did you well, that's it? not true. Suicide Squad's an Oscar nom. Yeah, uh, I know. Oscar this, winner. Yeah, but this is nominated for best picture. That was just makeup. This is best picture. Okay, fair enough. This is like so different. <laughs> this is, you're comparing gold to bronze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah, so Bohemian Rhapsody, the tomato score is 61, but the audience score is 89. Ooh. Damn, that's a huge difference. That is a damn big difference. And if I felt that the audience voting had anything to do with the winner yeah i think that i would vote for bohemian rhapsody but i think it's gonna go to black klansman okay so yeah i'm gonna give it to black klansman okay um and then who do you want to win who i want to win well, I want Black Panther to win. <laughs> okay. But I'll give it to Black Panther anyway. Okay. What about you? All right. Uh, for who I think will win, I actually think Roma will win. Roma? Yeah. I have a feeling. Um, And then for who I would want to win would be Bohemian Rhapsody. Cool. Um... That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I felt if it was if it was more of a audi- like I said, it was more of an audience choice, like a people's. Yeah, I could see Bohemian taking it. Yeah, but seeing that this is mostly critic based. Yeah, I 
think it's going to go to Black Klansman. I could see it. It's a good race. It is a damn good. Um, so I don't think I covered it yet, but so the way that we're doing, we're splitting it up is who we want to win, who we will win or who we think will win. And then when the Oscars actually happen, um, we'll do an episode on the winners or we'll just do like a quick recap. Yeah. Like, uh, in our through the wall news and which whoever got had people set on who we thought would win if one of our votes because we get two votes for will and want if one of our votes is correct then we get the other person gets one reference fail point or just one fail point we're changing it to fail point not references yeah because we're doing a lot more than just references right now yes (laughs) okay Lead actor, we got Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe in At Eternity Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen in Green Book. And my first go-to was going to be Christian Bale in Vice. But reading the consensus and hearing that his transformation is a sight to behold, yeah, but that could also mean like, act- yeah, but that could also mean his character growth. Uh, I don't know. I think his transformation is the biggest deal for anyone. So, I think I'm going to have to give it to Rami Malek. For who I think will take it. And I think I'm going to give him for who I want to take it to. Yeah, I'm the same. Same. Yep. (laughs) All right, moving on to lead actress. Oh, hell. We have Yalitza Aparicio, I'm guessing. In Roma, Sounds right? I think Glenn Close in The Wife, Olive- Olivia Coleman in The Favorite, Lady Gaga in A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me. What do you think? I think with how high of a percentage like the audience score was. Um, I think I'm going to give it to Yalitza from Roma. Okay. But I kind of want I want Lady Gaga to take it. Okay. So for who I think will take it, I think Glenn Close will. I think this is her year. Um, but I also want Lady Gaga today to take it. <laughs> Something we can agree on. Okay, yep. supporting actor. Oh, bloody hell, these names, dude. We got Mahershala Ali in The Green Book. Adam Driver in Black Klansman. Sam Elliott in A Star is Born. Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell in Vice. Uh, this one was a tough one for me. But I want... 
Sam Elliott, but I think it's going to go to Adam Driver. Okay. So I want Adam Driver, but I think it's going to go to Mahershala Ali. Really? Yes. Have you heard good things about his acting in that? Yes, I have. Damn. Okay, moving on to our supporting actress. Uh, We got Amy Adams in Vice. Marina de Tavira in Roma. Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk. Emma Stone in The Favorite. And Rachel Wise from The Favorite. Um, I kind of want to give it to, actually, I need a minute. You go. Okay. Um, so for mine, I want, so it's the same person for both. Uh, I think Regina King will win and I think she should win and I want her to win. So both? Yep. Uh, I've heard really good things about the favorite. So I think I'm going to give who I want from the favorite to Emma. Okay. And who I think will to Rachel. Okay. So the favorite overall. (laughs) Good choice. Good choice. All right, our next category is director, and we got Spike Lee in The Black Klansman, Powell Palakowski in Cold War, Yorgos Lanthimos in The Favorite, or For the Favorite, Alfonso Cuaron, Roma, and Adam McKay, Vice. This one's not really a tough one for me. Really? Yeah, I think it's going to... I want and think it's going to go to Spike Lee. Okay. Just with how much stuff he's getting from... Like, about um, oh, yeah, yeah. the show. Okay. Or his movie. Not his show. Freaking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want Spike Lee to win, but I think Alfonso Cuaron will take it. Think Alfonso will take it? Yeah, I think so. Wait, you just put C again. Oh my gosh, I'm freaking dumb. <laughs> You're the, losing it, man. The who did you think was uh, going Spike to? Lee? Spike Lee. It's a good choice. Yeah. All right, this one, I think we're gonna have the most input about. Yes. Animated feature, and we got Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs, Mirai. Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And this one is not a tough choice for me. Me neither. I think and want it to go to... I want it to, and I think it's going to go to Spider-Man. I'm the exact same. And I swear, if it goes to Incredibles 2, I'm going to lose my mind. Because throw this, a BF? Yeah, exactly. No, like, you have no idea. Because this is the first time in years I have not wanted a Pixar movie to win. Because That's saying a lot, because you are a freaking Pixar yeah, junkie. But I'm sorry, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is miles better than Incredibles 2. Yeah, it is. Like, miles. And Spider-Man isn't going to give you a seizure. <laughs> right? 
I mean, like, though, it takes a minute for your eyes to adjust to the animation style. It does, but, but it it's it, in a good way. Yeah, because it's so good. I think, like, when we co- actually, like, did our breakdown of it, Victor s- stated it perfectly. It There were some scenes that you thought you should be wearing 3D glasses, and those scenes were a little rough to watch. Yeah. But not as rough as that damn seizure scene oh, in Incredible yeah, Screen was. Slaver. Yeah. That, I feel like when he's fighting the Green Goblin, I think like because like there's so many like flashing colors and everything. Yeah, it felt like I needed 3D glasses for that part. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't weren't going to give a vote to Isle of Dogs because you've talked that movie up. I did, and it it really is a great movie. But with Spider-Man into the Spider Verse, it's been a while since I've walked out of an probably since Coco that I've walked out of an animated movie being like. Okay, if that doesn't win for best animated feature for every single awards ceremony, it's bullshit. Because Into the Spider-Verse is truly something special. It's really what it is. Nice. Alright, um, moving on to adapted screenplay. Uh, we got The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is a Netflix uh, movie. Think I know it's on Netflix. Okay. I don't. I think it's. You just don't know if it's a Netflix original. I think it's an original. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's an original. Do you want me to double check? Please. Okay. Um. While I go through the rest of the list. Okay. Um. Adapt. Are we also got Black Klansman? Uh. Can you ever forgive me? If Beale Street could talk and A Star Is Born. So, do you know the difference between adapted and original? So, adapted is um, basically like, say, like, there's a book that's written and it's turned into a movie. That's adapted. Screenplay. Um, so, it's a book? Well, no, it doesn't have to be a book, but it's like something that's already been, like, written or done. Um, and okay. they're turning it into a movie. But then original oh, okay. screenplay is something that's completely brand new. It's... it's um, been written first into a movie if that makes sense so like okay, bohemian rhapsody is considered an adapted screenplay because it's, it's based off of something yes okay so uh, personally out of these two i think i'd ra- i'd prefer to win for original screenplay like what do you think okay like wait, if sorry, you were if you were time? making if you were making a movie and you could g- choose to go for like either of those adapted or original which would you prefer to win for just because like my dream project is kind of like a coming of age story um i'd want to shoot for original screenplay so what about you i think i'd want original too yeah yeah, I think adapted would be really cool. It would just to take on someone else's story. But I think there's just there would be more of a sense of pride with me. Like that I wouldn't be able to shut up about that the rest of my life. Oh, I know, right? If I, I want like original. If you're doing an adapted screenplay, like there's like some people that like you have a lot to live up to. Yeah. Like Bohemian Rhapsody had a lot to live up to, straight out of Compton did. So it's kind of like a lot of weight on your shoulders if you have to adapt something. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Um, so with this, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to give it to a Stars Born. Okay. But I kind of want Black Klansman to take it because okay. I've heard really good things about. I have two. That is eight. My mic. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I want a Stars Born to take it, but I actually think Black Klansman will take it. Yeah, so just the opposites. Yep. Um. And um. The uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs is a Netflix original. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Original screenplay. Um, We got The Favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. And... I think I'm going to give it to The Favorite all around i'm giving it to green book all around really yep that one's gonna be interesting yeah okay film editing black klansman bohemian rhapsody green book the favorite and or vice and i think i'm going to want to give it to bohemian rhapsody because i hear the editing in that is just spectacular it is it really is so you're giving it for both? I think I'm going to give it to who I think will take it. Uh, I think I'm going to give it to the favorite. Okay. Um. So I want Bohemian to win, but I'm going to go out on a whim here. I think Vice is going to take it. Vice? Yeah, I'm going to go out on a whim here. Did you see that Rotten Tomato score? I know. I'm just going out on a whim here. Let's find out. Oh, if you get that one right, I'm going to freaking, like, lose my shit. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Okay, sound editing. We got Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place, or Roma. Oh my gosh, this one's hard. I want really bad for A Quiet Place to take it. Yeah. But I think it's going to go to Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. I want Black Panther to take it, but I think Bohemian will take it. Good choice. All right. Sound mixing. We got Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, or A Star is Born. And I think that this kid is going to be a battle between Bohemian and Star is Born. I think so, too. So, I'm going to say... Sorry, I'm cutting you off. No, you're good. So, I I want Bohemian to win, but I think a Star is Born is going to take it. I'm opposite. I'm going to say I want Star is Born, but it's going to go to Bohemian. Okay, production design. We got Black Panther, First Man, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, or Roma. And this one I'm going to give to Black Panther all around. Same. Yeah, the, the production was just 
amazing. It really was. Like the the sets looked really good. Yeah. Like Wakanda looked like it was a place that you could actually go and oh, walk around. If I had to like pick like another one that I would want to win for this category, I would definitely go with Mary Poppins Returns because I think what they were able to do with bringing this franchise back and like how it looked, it looked fantastic. But I do think that Black Panther definitely looked just like seeing Wakanda come to life was incredible. Yeah, that was really cool. Okay, original score. We can have a little bit more to say because we actually listened yeah. to these right before the episode. Yeah. So, original score. We got Black Klansman um, with the artist Terrence Blankard. Um, the Black Panther with are from the artist Ludwig Gorenson. If Beale Street Could Talk, Nicholas Brattel, Isle of Dogs, artist Alexandra Desplat, and Mary Poppins Returns, artist Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. So the score for Black Klansmen, If Beale Street Could Talk, and Isle of Dogs were just really slow. Or yeah. like real basic sound. But I mean, if Black you watch Clansman Isle sounded... of Dogs, it works. Does it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I think I want Black Panther to take it because I feel like that score is just amazing. Yes, I agree. Um, the they kind of like modernized the African tribal songs. Yeah, which awesome. sounds amazing. Um. But I, I think Mary Poppins might take it. Really? Yeah. Huh? Because that one's just like has a real good, just upbeat, just powerful, just huh in your face, just kind of score. <laughs> the way you did it, just huh. Yeah, that's I know. Great. So that's my. Those are my votes. Okay. Bye so. You. I'm actually. I actually would want Isle of Dogs to take it, but I actually think Black Panther will take it. So, good choice. Well, thank you. Um. All right. Original song. We got all the stars from Black Panther. I'll fight from RBG. The place where lost things go from Mary Poppins. Shallow from A Star is Born, and When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Which we like listened to like what like twenty minutes ago and we both fell in love with it. Yeah. It's so damn catchy. It is so damn catchy. I originally thought, without hearing these, that I th- was thinking that there was a different song nominated for Black Panther. I did too. And if it was that song, I feel Black Panther had a really good shot. Yeah. But because it's not that song, I think I'm going to give it to who I think will is going to be Shallow from A Star is Born. Okay. But I want when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings to take it. And I know that this has like a little, like very little shot. I think the odds are like, the odds aren't in its favor. Yeah. But I don't care. This song's freaking amazing. <laughs> um, so I'm with you. I think Shallow will take it. 
uh, from A Star Is Born. But I really would love to see the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins Returns to take it. I love that song. It was a pretty good song. Damn, Disney almost got me crying. Actually, wait, no, the sec when it was the reprise of it, yeah, I was crying. I'll fully admit. I'm way too emotional. I hate it. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, makeup and hair. We only got three uh, votes for that. We got Border, Mary, Queen of Scots, and Vice. The w- I think what they were able to do with Christian Bale, I want Vice to win, and I think Vice will win. Really? Yes. I'm actually giving it to Mary, Queen of Scots all around. Damn. I think th- the way the stuff that they were able to do with Margot Robbie... Like, just how she looks. Yeah. She's really good. Like, she's kind of like a chameleon. She's kind of pulling, the, like, a Charlize Theron a little bit to me. Where, like, she could just play different roles, and you can't really, like, you kind of have to be reminded it's her. Okay. Because right. when I first saw this, I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> and then when I saw Margot Robbie, I was like, what? Uh, and they did the same thing with... uh. I forget her name. Uh, Sersha? Sersha something? I have no idea who you're talking about. Okay. Sersha? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then in costume design category, we got The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favorite. Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. Now, this one was a little hard for me. Yeah, it was for me too. Because I felt that the designs of the... It was a tie for who I think would between favorite, the favorite and Mary Queen. Mm-hmm. But I want Mary Poppins to... Because of how, like all of her costumes, okay, that she switch changes into. They like they all look amazing, and there's like so much yeah, detail do. in them. Yeah, I agree, they do. Okay, but looking at this picture, I kind of want to give it to the favorite. I'm going to go with the favorite. Final choice, final answer. Lock it in. Okay, <laughs> so. Uh, I want Black Panther to win because the costumes were so amazing in that film. Um, but I do think Mary Poppins Returns could take this. Really? Yeah. Like you said, her costumes were incredible. They really were. All yeah. the costumes. I haven't even seen the movie, and I freaking love. I the... still think you really do. Like I, you, it, it's definitely worth a watch. I think it's a good sequel. Hmm. So, go okay. see it. Okay. Um. The last category that we have is visual effects. And our nominations for this category are Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. And this was a tough one for me. It wasn't really a tough one for me. It was a little bit. Yeah. Like, I... Loved what they did it with Infinity War. I loved it. But I feel like the real, like, I, I, like, out of these five, 
Avengers Infinity War is probably number four on my list. Really? Yeah. And what? Whoa, it comes after Solo? It, Solo was higher? Solo was higher. Okay, so isn't there a huge difference between visual and practical effects? There is. There okay. is a huge difference okay, between so, them. Really? I really think that Avengers Infinity War is better when it comes to visual effects than... So, like, dude, you got Was Solo remember, more practical? Yeah, I think... And dude, you gotta remember, with Avengers Infinity War, how they were able to bring Thanos to life with Yeah, but they've effect. done that before. Yeah, but the way he looked in this movie, like, most of the time, like, he barely even looked like a CGI character. He looked like he was actually there. Oh, F you, Rose. <laughs> That that's like always my biggest selling point is like like just looking at like how Marvel was able to bring Thanos like in full form to the big screen and like how amazing he looked. Yeah, I'm sorry. Gosh, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, fine. I'll put it above Solo. Okay, so the top three for you, I'm just gonna guess are. I don't know which is I don't know which one's one it for you yet. Does it so, but so the top three are Ready Player One, Christopher Robin, and Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Christopher Robin and Ready Player One are above Infinity War. Okay. Now, my reasoning behind this, Christopher Robin, the realism like it looked all the characters, Winnie the Pooh. Tigger, all of them looked like like toys that you could like pick up and oh, yeah. play with. It was awesome. From the movie. Yeah. Like if they were to come out as that freaking incredible. Yeah. Um so like with with realism. With realism, I'm have to give it to Christopher Robin. Okay. But because you made the point of visual effects and how like crazy shit gets Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to have to give it for who I want to or who I think will take it Ready Player One Okay, because they did a lot more than Infinity War did yeah I feel with Ready Player One because of all the effects in that movie you need to watch that on the biggest screen you can yeah and Whenever you're in the Oasis, ah oh, shit, yeah. Whenever you're in the Oasis, you have to watch it like screen by screen. Oh, I know, right? Because you you could miss so much, so many hidden details. I loved it. I watched it w- once, or so the first time I watched it, I freaking loved the movie. And thought I caught everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, because I felt like there was a whole list of shit that I caught. Like, that could have filled a couple pages. And I'm like, okay, that's probably, like, everything. I watched again with Koi when he stayed the night here. And there was stuff that I missed. And I was like, shit. Yeah, I've only seen it once. So I got to watch it again. Yeah, there's so much stuff that you to look at in that it's insane like all these little details just here and there yeah it's just it is absolutely insane so that's why i'm giving ready player one 
who I want to take it. I want to give it to Christopher Robin, but you made me question myself. And I kind of want to give it to Infinity War. Because I I don't feel good about myself not voting for Infinity War, I'm going with Infinity War. Dude, I think it's still cool that Christopher Robin was actually nominated for an Oscar. That is amazing. That is so awesome. That, like, brings so much happiness to me. Yeah, no kidding, dude. Um, So who are your votes? So you said Infinity War, you want to win, but Ready Player One will win? Yes. I'm the absolute same. The same? Yep. Well, this isn't going to be a very interesting battle. Yeah, I know, right? Well, cool. So that covers all of our... All of the categories that we're going to cover. Um... I don't have anything else to, to add, do you? No, not really. Um, I'm I, excited for the Oscars. Oh, me too. I, I'm still in shock that Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture, and I'm just still so happy that a superhero movie is nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. It's amazing. It probably won't win, and I don't see it winning. I'm sorry I don't, but it's still such an honor. I hope... That what this does for superhero movies is make directors that think that they're like directors that are strictly after Oscar awards second guess doing superhero movies. Yes, because I, I think if they jump on board, the quality of superhero movies can only go up. Oh yeah, absolutely. And oh. Like, there's so much that could happen with this, and I'm so excited for the future now. Me too. Now that they know that, hey, superhero movies can win. Yep. Or at least get nominated. nominated. <laughs> Even being nominated for an Oscar is like, you can brag about that shit until the day you die. Yeah. Like, I would, dude, like, that would be something, if that happened to us. I wouldn't be able to shut up about it. Like, even if we lost. Oh, yeah. Even if we were last place, like, the percentage we were at, like, the lowest, I would still brag about that shit. Go to a job interview. So, tell us about yourself while I was nominated for an Oscar. (laughs) Anything else? Nope, that's it. I I think that really, like, sells myself. You should just give me the job now. It's like, yeah, but we don't have anything regarding... Like, the Oscar thing doesn't apply to anything. It applies to everything. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'd be, this that, I'd be that petty. This is Golden Globes. This is the Academy Awards. Yeah, are you shitting me? <laughs> that little gold man was almost <laughs> mine. <laughs> it's like, no, it wasn't. You were like, two percent like you had two percent of the votes he was like that two percent like if it was zero i understand but it's two (laughs) two whole percent to me that makes everything yeah oh i don't usually watch watch the oscars but because of how excited i'm for this one i might end up watching it I always watch them. Do you? Yep, every year. That might be hard because I don't have TV. What do you mean? I don't have live TV. Or can you watch it on, like, YouTube? I don't know. 
Do you not have like the basic channels on your TV? Nope. Oh, I just got Hulu and Netflix. Shit. Um, I don't know. They they might. I'll 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 take a look into that. Hulu might be streaming it. I don't. Netflix wouldn't. But I'm. Hulu might. Nah, I didn't think Netflix would. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll do my research. Alrighty. Well, I think that concludes this episode of the All Bros podcast, and our fail count is sixteen to twelve in Rose's favor. Woo! Yeah, freaking lost. So I lost for. <coughs> I sorry, I lost for January. So you will be receiving your prize soon. I actually have an idea for it, but I'm not. I got to lose you. next month because I already have an idea of what your prize is. So I'm really hoping I lose in February. When does the uh, the Oscars happen? Is February twenty fourth, I think. Well, shit. <laughs> well, you're not going to lose next month. Hey, you never know. Yeah, maybe I was just better at guessing than I thought. Um, but cool. Um, well, if you liked this episode and want to check out more, uh, be sure to f- subscribe and follow us on iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and Spotify. Um, you can also check out our content on YouTube. Every episode is released on YouTube. Um, any new video heading their way, Rose? Hopefully soon. Just got to get more footage. How much more footage do you need? We recorded like a whole day's worth. Well, yeah, I know, but, like, since those are really just, like, glimpses of, like, oh, hey, I found this, I found this, I found this, like, that would literally only equal, like, like a minute or two. Oh. So, I feel like we actually got to, like, start recording ourselves, like, talking to each other, like, if, like, on car rides and stuff. Yeah, yeah. car rides would be a good idea. Yeah, so. We'll discuss it further. Yes. Um, If you want, you can also follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Albros. Uh, no punctuation there. Or we're on Twitter at the Albros. Again, no punctuation. If you have something you want us to discuss in the next episode or a movie we should see and break down, be sure to email us at the Albros channel at gmail.com. Or you can fill out our form on our website, tinyurl.com slash the Albros. Again, no punctuation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually updated it. I was told I was actually given a critique oh. about it from, from who? From Krypton from the Fortress of Nerditude podcast. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He told me that the the font that I chose with the blue background. Yeah. Was a little hard to read. Oh. Okay. So I changed the background to like a really dark gray. And okay. changed the font to like a easier to read, but then kept the the font white. Okay, cool, sweet. Someone reached out. Yeah, well, I actually had to reach out to him. I sent him the link. Oh. I'm like, hey, could you like look over this? It's I. It's still a momentous occasion, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I actually did get one reach out. I forgot to mention earlier from Victor. Ooh, what do you say? He says that you talk too quiet sometimes. 
Yeah, I've noticed that too. Yeah, he says that like you'll we'll be talking normal volume, and yeah. then we'll like say something, and then your volume will just go like really low when it's talking about something that we actually discuss. My bad. I yeah. promise I will work on that. It is your bad. Be better, Rose. Shit. Oh, for those of you, the can, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> those of you who can't see, he's getting it. Well, you don't want to say that. That sounds inappropriate as <laughs> hell. All right. Oh, uh, well, like I said, this concludes this episode of the All Bros Podcast. Be sure to catch us next week when we do something. Yeah. <laughs> we're All not right. that good at planning ahead, are we? No, we're good. we're decent at planning. Okay. We're just not good at following that plan. <laughs> true. Very true. So, like I said, we're going to do something next week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so look forward to that. And until then, I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And this has been the All All's, fuck. The All's the All Bros. Bros Podcast. Deuces. Bye.